Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Castology. Welcome back to another week of Castology, another mini-sode coming your way, and this time... The man of the hour is none other than our castologist. Harry George Wallace. Yay. Are you ready to be interrogated? Oh, so much. Because I just love attention. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't mind it, actually. (laughs) It's fine. Depends on the day. And helping me interrogate young Harry this day is... For the record, is Brittany Taylor Hetherington. Oh, I don't like where this has gone. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, podcasts and you... What do, you, what do you think about them? Why do you do what you do? Why are you the way you are? Uh, so I was thinking about this earlier and I wrote a little note in my phone that uh, all it read was castology and then there was a dash and then it said dragonology. I really enjoy being called an ologist of something. Fair. <laughs> because yeah. I was one of those kids who had all those ology books. I don't know if you are of my generational ouvoir, but like Egyptology and dragonology and pyridology were all big things when I was a kid. Um, I actually have the board game that for Wizardology. Oh, there you go. I yeah. love that. Uh, I started listening to podcasts in high school, um, kind of just as they were starting to come up and get big. Uh, what and was I've, your gateway drug? Oh, I don't even know what my gateway podcast would have been. Is it Joe Rogan? No, I've never. <laughs> I've actually never listened to an episode of Joe Rogan. Oh, that that lifts you a couple rungs in my in my view. I'm glad. I, <laughs> I don't like to think about where I was already. Um, no, I think um, oh, maybe something like cereal. It might have been mm, cereal. That's, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's pretty fair. standard. Um, but yes, I got into them. I started listening to them. I started using them as a way to keep informed. I started I, for a long time. I got very into um, NPR and. Uh, the This American Life podcast and The Daily. That was kind of how I kept myself informed. And eventually I was like, oh, I'm sick of just knowing everything about American politics. <laughs> and I started to branch out into more Australiana kind of political things. Uh, my background is in I have a double degree in journalism and arts majoring in English. So particularly when I was quite into journalism at the time, it was one of the ways that I kind of got a deeper understanding of the things that were going on in the world. Mm. So um, I listened to a lot of the, – The Economist used to have a podcast that was quite good. They've scrapped it since – um, but and also the economist is uh, a slightly uh, right tilted <laughs> view of the world. Um, but yeah, that's my background in podcast. I also am a big appreciator of D and D podcast and storytelling podcast. Um, so is that what you listen to now, it, or is it like a combination of the two? Or it's so on a daily basis, I will listen to probably a bit of both. In the mornings, I usually listen to like three or four short political podcasts to kind of catch me up on what's going on today. Uh, and then just for fun, like on a commute, I will listen to um, a story podcast or a D&D podcast. Or depending on the day, if I need to have less talking, I'll just vibe out to some music. Sure. So what is the podcast? It may not be current, but what's the podcast that like when it popped up on your feet, you were like, yes, I'm listening to you. Uh, just in general of all time? Yeah, just in general of all time. 
I think the most recent one that I can remember getting excited about like that was the Trojan Horse Affair. Yeah, cool. Um, and like, you know, it's a really being a serial stand right now. But um, I do love that style of storytelling. And it was just an interesting subject to me. I really enjoy a piece of well-produced journalism. Um, and I devoured that. That was excellent. Uh, the last podcast I recommended is also one that I listen to very regularly, Dungeon Daddies. Um, I was a big Reply All fan for years. Uh, R.I.P. That's one of the ones I'm recommending soon. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, what was your biggest childhood trauma? <laughs> I feel like... Uh, <laughs> you, don't to, you don't have to answer that. I just no, no. In, in, in relation to podcasting. <laughs> yeah, sure. Relating to podcasting. Uh, That's my what phone meant. went flat in the middle of one one time. Oh, no. I haven't quite recovered. Yeah, gosh. Especially when you're like in the middle of a drive and you're like, okay, I'm going to listen to this. And then it's like cuts off. I am one of those people who have spent an embarrassing amount of money buying headphones for myself because I have not had headphones at a certain time or in a new age of Bluetooth <laughs> headphones, they've gone flat. And I'm like, I cannot survive this next hour's commute without some form of stimulation. Yeah. Do you um, remember to go back to it when it finally like charges or? The you know, podcast? Because I guess they say in your um, feed as such, but in terms of just otherwise latching onto the next thing to digest, do you actually go back it to it? Depends on how invested I am. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, anything else we want to know about me or podcasting? No, or? I mean in terms of other media, what do you what do you like to do? Are you a you're a big book guy? I am a big book guy. I actually have a, a little podcast of my own coming out very shortly. Uh, it should be out by the time this airs, hopefully. Uh, called Bookworms and Barflies, uh, which is basically I had a history, I had a career in bartending. I was a professional bartender while I studied and travelled. Uh, and, and out of ten, gives good drinks. Would again does give good <laughs> drinks. Yes, it is one of my marketable skills. Uh, and I am also a reader. I have an English degree. I've been a reader since I can remember. Um, and famously, only people with English degrees can read. That is accurate. Probably. Yeah, yeah I sometimes mean. think about the fact that I paid a massive amount of money for a language <laughs> to get a degree in a language that I already spoke. Other, other people are amateur readers. <laughs> I, am, I am a professional reader. Uh, no, not all. This, this podcast, basically, the context of it was I am currently doing my Master's of Teaching and two other friends of mine are also doing a Master's of Teaching with English degrees who had also had histories in bartending and we decided it'd be really fun to do book reviews while absolutely slaughtered. Uh, and by slaughtered, I mean drunk. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, that's coming out. I love to read. Um, that is a, a book review podcast where it's like drunk history um, or not. Don't sue us. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, aside from that, I consume a, a lot of Netflix. I just finished watching Conversations with Friends on Amazon. It's supposed to be good, right? Uh, it was very good. Um, as a big Sally Rooney fan, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I, I consume most medias. I love music. I've got a playlist in my phone called Protagonist Syndrome that has over 3,000 hours worth of music on it. Uh, 3,000? That can't be right. 300. <laughs> One too many zeros. Um, they can't fact check it. It's fine. Yeah. That's not going to come after me. Yeah. yeah that's, that's the medias. That's the things that I do. I do also game occasionally. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Uh, well... I think that's all we need to know from you, unless Britt has any more incisive questions. If you were a dinosaur, what mm. one would you be? That's a good uh, question. Ter- no, pterodactyl. Yeah, because like T-Rex is a basic bitch. Not a dinosaur. Not a dinosaur. Sorry, that was really loud. Wow, okay. <laughs> this is a safe space and I'm feeling it very attacked This is right a now. safe space, but we also fact check each other. And if, you, if you're misinterpreting <laughs> what is and is not a dinosaur, we might need to reconsider your position here. That's very fair. <laughs> I'll fly out of my pterodactyl and have joy in my I will life. also <laughs> say that my favourite dinosaur, in inverted commas, is a pteranodon. Yeah. 
which is any number of pterodactyls. You two were both dinosaur kids, weren't you? <laughs> I was um, the dragon girl, you know, horse girls? <laughs> yeah. I was like... Well, see, I was dragon boy, but I didn't have the, the like... I have a dragon's tattooed on me, but I didn't have the dinosaur background to that. <laughs> we, um, uh, like, instead of carrying around a baby born or something, I had, like, Godzilla in my arms. Incredible. That's adorable. Him. Someone, another yeah. podcast recently talked about this, that, like, dinosaur is one of the first intros to, like, lore dumping yep. that you can <laughs> potentially get into. So if you're a dinosaur kid, like, the odds of you being a fan kid or a D&D kid or a Warhammer kid are exponentially higher. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You can learn everything there is to know about dinosaurs and feel uh, accomplished. Mm, and yep. I did. <laughs> anything for a small crumb of serotonin. <laughs> All right. Well, that is us again for this week. Thank you for joining us once again. Now that you're both officially introduced um, and we look forward to hearing all the podcasts that you're going to recommend in the future. Mm, Me too. Um, If you have a podcast that you would like to send us in, whether one that you produce or one that you are a fan of, just reach out to us on our social media or go to our home on the web, that's not canon.com forward slash castology. And there's a form there that you can fill out. I will listen to it. And we may recommend it. I will sell out for very little money. Just a heads up. All right. Well, (laughs) I'll let you you approach Brit personally. I'm not going to be involved in that. But until next time, uh, I've been Zane C. Weber here with... Harry George Wallace. And... Brittany Taylor Hetherington. Keep listening to podcasts, everyone. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 